Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. By this time Friday, we will have all the music and the whistles and the bells for Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, yeah. courtesy of Fence Brokers. We just don't have it ready right now. And Chris Walker. What's up? Guys, uh, just also want to remind everybody, I'm still with hogville.net. So if people well, think that changed, it didn't. Well, we didn't put you uh, on the screen. We talked about it the other day. Don't want to spend a ton of time on it because we want to talk sports. But I will, once again, thank the folks over at Fence Brokers. I grew up with the family that owns that and, and uh, good people over there. And uh, there's not, you know, that's one of the, you know, one of the better companies that, that, that I could be in cahoots with in terms of being connected here. So I, I appreciate them and look forward to it. What, what do we want to talk about, guys? What's on what's on the table? Are we are, Has everybody got post Grant Nelson Mortem? Well, I don't know. Their system gonna, or are we still in the middle of that? We're going to start you off with a question from the Ar- First Arkansas Bank and Trust bus text line. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> do we know what Muss's plan is since we didn't get Nelson? Haven't seen anything, but I've got faith that Muss will get it done. That from Grayson. Yeah. Muss and the staff, they started to pivot away from this situation pretty soon after the visit ended. Um, and, you know, right now they've, you know, I was told they've got three or four prospects they're kind of drilling down on as far as you know, what, what they might want to do. Uh, you know, there's several options in, in the way that you look at this. There are players still coming into the portal who are graduating using parts of the summer school summer school session. So some are graduating now, some will be in the next few days or weeks, uh, and some of those guys might be really good candidates uh, that you would, that you would typically you know want to pursue. The problem with that is you're waiting on some unknowns there, and unless you feel good about somebody, and um, you know you you might just get left with other options that you might want to say fill a 10th or 11th man kind of role with, with that open scholarship, which you could do much sooner. And you don't have to wait around on someone finishing up schoolwork. So I don't know if that's clear, but you know, you might go after a more highly coveted player, but you might have to wait to see how things play out with guys graduating and getting the portal. Cause they would have immediate eligibility. Anybody that was a first time transfer that wanted to have immediate eligibility need to be in the portal, but, by that May 11th deadline that's been over a month now. So so that's the calculation. And I tend to think right now Arkansas is probably going to look to just fill the roster spot, not just with somebody with a pulse, but someone that's not necessarily going to uh, be, be planned to have a, a major role. Because I think if they did look for someone like that, like a Ron Hollins, he obviously would have had, or Grant Nelson, they might have to just kind of hang in there for a while and see what see who graduates and decides to transfer. So those are two options, and I lean toward they're going to they're going to move to fill it sooner rather than later. By the way, the roster is on the website, the university's official website. It's been updated with everybody, including Bayfall, who who you know could could arrive sometime this week. Might be a little bit later, but he's expected to arrive. So that's twelve scholarship players, two walk-ons that are on the roster. Uh, and you know they've updated those. Not only have they updated the roster with the names of the players, but that includes their jersey numbers. They're listed. They list their heights and weights. Uh, the only player that doesn't have a number yet is Bayfall, so they did not update that part of it for him. Uh, but I tweeted this out. I took an image of it and, and tweeted it out. 
Uh, so folks could just take a look at it. Arkansas has five players, four four on the on scholarship, one who's a walk on that they list at six ten now. Last year they listed Makai Mitchell as six nine. This year he's six ten. They've got Bay Fall at six ten. They've got Trevor Brazil at six ten. They bumped Jalen Graham up to six ten. He was listed six nine last year. And then and then uh Lawson Blake, one of the walk ons at six ten. So, you know, for those that were worried about, you know, Having a hole on the front line, I don't think it was much about that when you looked at guys like Ron Holland and Grant Nelson. It was more about the, just the quality and level of talent and what you could do to enhance your team, not that you had a hole there. Arkansas got a, you know, the bulk of their ret- returnees, five total. This time last year, it was only two. They're going to have five guys back. But, th- but 60% of those five, two-thirds of it, are big men. Trevor Brazil. Makai Mitchell were starters. Jalen Graham helped the team. He had a he had a role. Some, you know, he, he you could argue he was at the obviously at the back end of that top eight rotation. Sometimes it was Mikel Mitchell, but sometimes he was the guy. So they've got a lot of veteran uh, guys that have had experience on that front line. So, you know, when I look at this open scholarship, I'm going back to that now. I mentioned what the options are, how to play that, but positionally, I think they're still going to look for a three four combo. Maybe a traditional forward, uh, but but someone that can you know maybe have some versatility and add something to the front line, even if they're not going to be projected initially or thought of as a top seven or eight rotation piece. Let's visit with Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey guys, I hope y'all having a wonderful day. What's up, buddy? Uh, uh, first, I want. Talk about Walsh. Talk about the handcuffs and and from what I've seen of the of the comments, it really just seemed like he was just answering a question. I don't I don't believe that he had any malice uh, intent by it. I think that he asked him why. Basically, of course, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, why are you playing so well? Or how are you playing so well? Why didn't we see this? during the season and then he came up with the handcuff comments and basically said that they asked him to do something to be more of a defender, a rebounder, to ask him to do more and they had other players on the team to to have the load of score in other aspects of the game. And and to me it seemed like that he was just kinda showing that he's coachable, showing that he was He's the team first person. He's not into the individual thing. He does what's best for the team. And and down there, he was there to showcase. You go to the combine, you ain't going there as a team member. You're going there to showcase uh, all your abilities and everything you have in your bag. So I I didn't take it as a negative. I know some have. But, but of course, I don't know Jordan Walsh. I just, you know, read the comments, and I guess I can see – where he's coming from in that aspect. And and the thing on Grant Nelson, my question for you, Kevin, and even you, uh, Randy and Rick, uh, was it a case that this guy wanted uh, more wanted more guarantees than we could give? And I'm, I mean, as in terms of... Uh, NIL. Money. Yes. That was that's my understanding. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought, but I don't I don't know. 
Kevin, do you know something different? Well, I just think, based on everything I got, and I put a lot of this on Hogville, there was a sense that a decision had already been made by the time he got to Arkansas for the visit. Arkansas did get in on late, get in late on him. You know, his recruiting was really a fast track after he withdrew from the draft because that wasn't that long ago. But some of the schools were already making a play for him because they had big holes on their front line. Arkansas didn't have that. Plus, they during that month of May when Texas was dragging out the letter of intent release on Holland, on uh, on uh, 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 Ron Holland, Ron Holland, they they thought maybe you know they thought they were going to get him, and so Arkansas was okay with taking a back seat on Nelson who had indicated through his brother, who was handling his recruitment, look, we're going to go through this pro process first, and then and then we'll pick up with recruiting after that. Some schools kind of worked on it. Arkansas was one that chose not to. Uh, so, the, I mean, that sounds like excuses, but the point is Arkansas was behind a bit. Once he came back to school and the visits were set up, Arkansas got in there and got one of those. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, Arkansas was, my understanding is they got right on the NIL money. Um, and and this was really kind of a, a feeling of uh, you know whether you're you know I'm not going to accuse the young man of taking the Arkansas visit to drum up more attention, but I, there was a feeling coming out of that that he'd really already made up his mind. Um, and there you know you know sometimes he can misread those things when you're a coaching staff, but usually not. <laughs> uh, and I just think Arkansas was ready to move on as soon as that visit ended. Um, okay, so, you know, that's kind of answering that. The Jordan Walls part, you didn't ask me about that. I'm just going to chime in a little bit, only because okay. I think I, I don't necessarily agree with what – I don't necessarily disagree with what Sterling's saying, uh, but I do think sometimes it's about optics. So when you get past intent and even the merits of what he said, you have to understand that when you say something like handcuffs and, you know, it could be perceived – by anyone who's looking at that, as potentially being a negative. I know it's being used as in ne- negatively in recruiting already, and including the Grant Nelson visit to Alabama before he got to Arkansas. It was used. Um, anything could be used. You could what's the old say? You can indict a bologna sandwich, where you could you know mm. you, you could bring up anything right. to negatively recruit if that's how you want to do things. But the other part of that is, I think, it, because all these players, especially a guy that's a marginal second round projection. Everything's like a job interview. What you say to the media, different things. I know two NBA teams that asked about that quote. They don't know how he meant it. It could given him the benefit of the doubt. He may have may have been harmless, but they also don't know for sure that's the case. And they're always looking at guys. Not that they're going to say that their character's off, but is there a maturity issue? Can you trust them? If they have a bad game or something doesn't go right, are they going to take full responsibility? Are they going to say stuff that adds a distraction to the rest of the team? All those things are in the mix. Young players, eight in their teams. All right, Kevin, I got to put you. On, I got to. I got to put you on hold. Sterling, always a pleasure. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, and now brought to you by Fence Brokers. I think we covered all the bases there. Uh, 
Little number game? How about 78? How about 90? How about 85 plus? Now, you're wondering what those numbers are about. 78 banking centers. 90 ATMs. And yes, 85 plus years of being only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. So if you're looking for convenient banking, all you got to do is just look around the corner and you'll find a First Security location. Or you'll find a First Security ATM. In fact, you can go into a Double B's and you'll probably find a ATM that is based for First Security. So if you're looking for easy banking, you can either bank in person at one of the 78 banking centers, or you can just simply go online and bank that way as well. FSBank, FSBank.com. So if you're looking to connect with First Security Bank, that being your home base, you can't get any better. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Bringing back Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, thanks to Fence Brokers. Um, Kevin, looking at this uh, roster you were talking about that you can find on ArkansasRazorbacks.com, uh, they have finally done something, and I realize we have all kinds of different uh, names, super seniors and seniors and so forth and grad transfers. I like the fact, for the first time, we'll use the example of Bay Fall. Uh, freshman is his classification, and he will have four, four years to play. You may wonder about uh, Keon Minifield. He is a sophomore. He'll have three years to play. Now, this is including 2023 20, and 24. So, finally, because COVID, those who were playing in 2020 got a year added on to their eligibility, and it has probably driven everyone crazy because you keep thinking, well, eventually it's got to run out. These guys have got to run out of time. So here we are now able to identify, well, Devontae Davis, Devo, classic example. He's a senior, but there's a two beside him because yeah. of why? COVID. Randy, you make a great point. And here's what was so confusing. Some schools listed their players that had that extra, they, went, they counted the extra year in how they phrased their classification. So if a guy was really going to be a senior, but he had two years, they'd call him a junior. Mm-hmm. At Arkansas, they weren't doing that. Last year, guys were called seniors who were back this year. So I, I'm glad they added the, I'm glad, like you said, I think that is important because fans want to know that stuff. In this era, with the where the where the door swinging and guys are coming and going, it might not matter how much time they have anyway. But at least you, you get a, a picture right. of it and some idea, and and and, and some will stick around. You know, Devo's coming in for year four, uh, and I think you know we talk about recruiting and missing on this guy and missing on that guy. Uh, Arkansas hit two five stars, in my opinion, because I think retention's a huge part of recruiting now. Sure. And Trevor in Brazil early. 
bookended by Devo Davis coming back late. Uh, you know, th- those are two five-star recruiting wins, in my opinion. I think when you look at the veteran quality of this team, and, and even though Arkansas still has an open scholarship, you got to remember, Arkansas recruited out of the portal, got five guys within two weeks early to mid-April, and those guys, those additions, we talked about on this segment a lot, some of those additions were meant to offset the potential losses of both Devo and Walsh. And so getting Devo back just adds to it. And you did have a replacement, in a sense, in Jeremiah Davenport, not the exact kind of player as Walsh, but thought to be a guy who can play a kind of a 3-4 combo and help you in small ball four lineups as the four. He, he'll stretch the four. This guy is a volume three-point shooter. He's had efficiency there. I've, I'm told, by the way, guys, He's so far, it's early and it's limited practice, but they, they chart everything. And this guy's they, they're impressed with the three-point shooting early from Jeremiah Davenport. He might have been the transfer from Cincinnati. He might have been the least talked about out of the transfers. Uh, but so far, they like what they see. Now, long way to go and not projecting roles or minutes. Um, but, you know, now that we're talking about this stuff, I think it is also good they've got the roster up. And uh, I do think that's good for many reasons, but what you just brought up, Randy, I think is an improvement to it because at least fans have an idea of what's left for everybody. Well, I, as an example, you mentioned Brazil. He is a R, which you rarely see anymore, red shirt sophomore with three years of eligibility. I think yeah. it's easy to say if Brazil has the kind of year that's expected of him, he's gone. So it doesn't matter how many numbers you put right. beside his name. Uh, if if Trevin Brazil has the kind of year we're thinking he's going to have, then you'll be replacing that spot. And who's to know? Same thing with Devo. He may try the waters again of the NBA. It used to be you could only try it one time. Is Do you know, Kevin, if that's still applicable? No, as long as you, as long as you withdraw – you can go in as long as you withdraw and maintain your eligibility. Okay. You will then be eligible for the following year's draft. Okay, because it used to if be you're a senior, if you're if you're running out of eligibility, obviously, yeah, <laughs> you know you you're now down to the draft or whatever other pro possibilities are right. out there for you once it's done, all done. So. You're right. And uh, Makai, he's a fifth year senior, so he gets one more year. Uh, same thing with Jalen Graham, fifth-year senior. I love the fact they spelled all this out so you, you don't have to use, well, yeah. let me count back here, let me look at that. Like you say, uh, this makes it so much so much easier to see what kind of roster movement you might expect next year. And hey, uh, Speaking of, speaking of well, I, we've been talking about a little bit of, get in the draft, getting out, and stuff like that. News today, nine, the 19 players who have been invited to the NBA draft green room, uh, those are typically your top. The guys expected to go off the board, you know, early in the first round to mid-first round. Uh, 19 players invited, both Anthony Black and Nick Smith Jr. have been invited. Not a surprise at all. Both were already, uh, already going to be in New York City. I think with Anthony Black and, and Nick Smith Jr., uh, I, I do believe right now both of those guys are likely lottery picks. I think Anthony Black's probably a lock for the top ten. I think I, I, I'm not going to call Nick Smith Jr. a lock for the lottery. I think, I, but I see him worst case right now is back in. Now things can change, but we're only a little over a week away. Uh, we're talking about Thursday, June 22nd at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, where the draft's going to be held, and so that's coming right up. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, the worst I've seen on Nick has been like number 17. Yeah, which Sports is- Illustrated had him today. They had, uh, they had Anthony Black number five. They had Nick Smith number 16, Walsh 42nd, and Council 45. That's, that's how they ranked him. And that was very close yeah. to and what NBA Draft.net had. So in those 40, when you start talking about those 40 pick, right, that 40 pick range, 40 to 50, you're going to see a good number of those players get, get some kind of guarantee. Uh, and usually they can negotiate a, a you know, a, a two-year guarantee. Um, but, you know, but not a, it doesn't always work that way. It depends on what team is picking in those spots because some of those teams don't want they, either they didn't get find a trade they liked, and they got and they decided. Well, I mean, I've seen teams in the '40s draft a guy and make it put him on a two-way, and they just went ahead and drafted someone they knew would, you know, would, would be okay with that. Some of that otherwise wouldn't have been drafted because they weren't they weren't really trying to use that draft pick to add to the roster that coming season. Sometimes that stuff happens. You never know. Um, but but if if those guys do find a way in the, into that '40s range, if both do. Um, their, their chances are very good to get a guarantee. All right, Kevin, we're out of time. And Thanks, uh, always good to have Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. And thanks again to Fence Broker.